we're not gonna take it. No, we're not gonna take it anymore. Um, we are going to do what we can from right where we are to protect ourselves. We are going to look within ourselves to find out how to become stronger and less oppressed as women. We can start by educating ourselves every single day, coming to an understanding with ourselves about who we are, extracting feelings and not suppressing them, being alone every day, working out every day, understanding how food affects how you feel and health. How clean your house is reflects how you feel about the details in your life. How you take care of your kids reflects how you feel about yourself. All the controllers in your life are the things that distract you from taking care of yourself and keep you from working on the above aforementioned or forementioned things. So, Roe versus Wade being overturned is the ultimate form of gaslighting women. Government can enforce something so grotesque it makes me want to go to medical school just so I can join in the fight. The fact there are people who think it's okay to tell a stranger how to live their life, isn't it the the ultimate form of codependency? I mean, codependency is making another person responsible for your happiness, right? So if you tell a complete stranger they cannot have an abortion and can only have the child, isn't that a form of codependency? Isn't that the direction the country's going? I don't know. But if you want to reply back to that statement, please email us at nomtpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to the Naked Onion Mystery Tours podcast. Rebellion, how are you, Tali? Hello. <laughs> I heard you were all fired up and pissed off. And all kinds of shit. Let's light this bitch up. Okay. So the topic for today is Roe versus Wade being overturned. We're going to do a little deep dive on the interweb. And um, we're also going to give some of our perspective um on the topic because it uh it's so much more than what we're being told and right on top of fourth of july too i wanted to share that perspective with you we fourth of july is about the independence from the from the british you know Mm -hmm. and um we became and what was it 1776 i i want to agree with you there yes yes so but my point with that is 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 we didn't want great britain to be telling us how to do things what to do and we wanted this free country this free thinking country uh to do and say what we please and and we have freedom of speech and whatnot but here we are in 2022 with roe versus wade being overturned and that's not to me that's 
that's not being independent. That's fascism. And that's heading in the same direct direction where church and state are unified. They're one. Right. We have to acknowledge that there's a, a pattern happening and that would, we would have to know our history. We would have to do, we would have to have critical thinking skills. There's, there's a lot involved in this and we definitely don't want to make it sound simple um, because it's not, but there are facts and that's what we're bringing here today are facts. Uh, Independence day, you know, coming up tomorrow. I don't know. I'm not feeling very independent. Um, I, I feel like we're, if we accept it, we're being told what we should do and what we, we're being told how we should feel about certain things and how, how we're being told how we should, should feel about our bodies. And, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg said it better than anyone that without Roe v. Wade, poor women are going to be affected more than anyone. And, and they know that. That's, that's the part that, that just makes infuriates me is we understand what's happening. And what do they, when they say you pull the, the wool over somebody's eyes? Right. Is that a saying? And the facts are all there. It's getting people to understand them versus believing what they want to believe. That's a whole other thing. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks to Wikipedia, I'm going to read the Independence Day uh, definition. So, 4th of July uh, for the calendar date is Independence Day. It's a federal holiday in the United States commemorating the Declaration of Independence, which was ratified by the Second Continental Congress, July 4th, 1776. The Founding Father delegates of the Second Continental Congress declared that the 13 colonies were no longer subject and subordinate to the monarch of Britain, King George III, and were now united, free and independent states. The Congress voted to approve independence by passing the Lee Resolution on July 2nd and adopted the Declaration of Independence two, two days later, on July 4th. Independence Day is commonly associated with fireworks, parades, barbecues, carnivals, fairs, picnics, concerts, baseball games, family reunions, political speeches and ceremonies, and private events celebrating the history of the United States. Independence Day is the national day of the United, United States. So how does that make you feel? I am going to be completely honest. I've always had a problem with Independence Day. Always. Since I was a kid, I've had a problem with Independence Day. And now mm -hmm. <laughs> I completely understand why. Like, well, you're awake now. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier, um, you know, our, our childhoods up till, you know, today, we have been able to have the time and progress and understand why and who we are. And there's things that we didn't like about ourselves and we decided to leave them behind. And when you right. do that, because those things are heavy, you are able to progress forward and evolve. So we know that feeling of being less 
we understand that feeling of somebody not validating our emotions or who we are or that we're equals. We know what that feels like. And I felt that my entire life. So when Independence Day would come around, A, it's freaking hot. I hate being hot. <laughs> right. Yeah, all all those fireworks. 105 here in the shade. Loud. You know. It's loud. I'm trying to sleep because I always had to work the damn next day. Like, <laughs> right. Tw- oh, manufacturing yeah. doesn't stop. It's 24-7. So every night before, it was just me going to work the next day like, damn it. I'm so tired. Right, but seriously though, the independence. Um, even though uh, being a woman, I feel as, as a strike against me. Being Hispanic and, and American Indian, a strike against me. Uh, like all these things, so it was never any fun for me. It wasn't your holiday. It was not my holiday. You're you're a woman. <laughs> you're Latina. You are part Indian. You've got all this shit that doesn't you don't match the criteria for independence day correct (laughs) correct and i just could never put my finger on it because my brain was filled and my emotions with things that didn't belong there so it's fighting through that belief system and understanding what was really happening to me and i'm like this Mm -hmm. explains a whole lot so with roe versus wade um something's being taken away not okay right (laughs) Right. And what, and as, as a country we're we're being gaslit and I, and I'll tell you how, because when someone stands in front of you and says, you can't, mm-hmm. you shouldn't, you will not. I don't know about you, honey, but I, I look them right in the face. You tell me I can't do something. I'm going to fucking do it anyway. Oh yeah. On my TikToks, I say all the time, we don't ask permission and we don't wait. No. No. And then with Roe versus Wade, the gaslighting is saying, okay, okay, ladies, we're going to take this privilege away from you. Let's see what else we can take away from you. We're going to take, like, this is a privilege, right? We get, we get uh, mansplained into having sexual intercourse with a man because they know, they know that we've got stardust in our hair and, princess complex and we just want to be loved and i've had it happen to me Mm -hmm. seriously i went to the park just recently and i told you this 28 hey you're hot i want to sleep with you i love older women all about him Mm. look i accept you whereas other people won't accept you i accept you so let's have sex let me you know, he, he, he told me he was a builder and I'm thinking, oh, great. This guy's a builder, you know, wonderful. Let me get your number. I've got some shit that needs repaired. Well, <laughs> next thing you know, I get a dick pic unsolicited. And it's like, look, I'm willing to sleep with you. Like they're doing you a favor. Yeah. How could you not want this? <laughs> I'm 20 something with a giant <laughs> raging penis. Uh, and that's all it takes. That, that's all it was going to take for you to do that, right? It yeah, was to go drop okay. everything. <laughs> it must work for him. But I'm at uh, that point. We know better. We're at that point. Yeah. We know better. Like, mm, that's some small cheese you got going on there. No. 
No, and it doesn't even matter anymore. Small cheese, big cheese, it doesn't matter. It's, it's like it's we're gaslighting. Over it. <laughs> it's like, well, think about it. If if I was still living where I needed to trauma bond with somebody, he would be the guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I get it. Me too. Because he's easy. I didn't have to do anything. There, there's no real qu- consequences for them. Let, let's 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 talk about that part too um because of course there's some men that want to weigh in on the row versus weight and it's like there's they're like i don't know what you're crying about you know it's not every state and blah 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 and you're just looking at them like it's so easy for you to say because this affects you in absolutely no way even if you rape someone there's really no consequence for you you still get access to your child and up to 10 of your um family members can sue for that child and i'm like this is some of the most disgusting disgusting? shit i've ever heard of and and then we i mean it's bad enough you have to fight men that um talk like this but the women that are on board with it that think it's okay the the prehistoric just i'm like this thinking is so archaic and we're still having to listen to it today like with all of modern technology, it's, 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 it's um, amazing how um, somebody can hijack another person's brain and fill it with whatever they want for their own selfish garbage. purposes. Yeah. Mind control is a real fucking thing. And they get and, them when they're young. It's yeah. They're young. And what I don't like is if I tell somebody how I feel. And then they tell me, no, you don't feel that way. Ooh. No, no, you know, you're being unreasonable. I get tell, told if I'm frustrated, I'm being unreasonable, you know, and this whole Roe versus Wade thing has me very, very frustrated. Mm-hmm. So what we can't do is you and I were not legal eagles, but we can refer everyone if you have any question about the new Roe versus Wade um, the, the, the abolishment if you have any questions about it go to Legal Eagle on YouTube oh that's good information right there yeah yeah, yeah and he explains it and he explains too it's like they've got tattletale laws now where your neighbor can tattletale if you've had a miscarriage or, you know, and, and a lot of red States are on board with that. Imagine that. Uh, there's a bounty, right? Yep. There's how, do, a bounty. how do we get these people to rat on each other? Well, first of all, you, you couldn't be very, I don't want to use the word smart, educated, I guess. Um, I, I mean, all these people have, a lot of the same common denominator and that's why they're so easily manipulated i see it now i see it now and i talked about this earlier how that the programming was not fully downloaded into my system this is only one of the reasons why i was able to get out of it because i was not it did not fully download because i was a kid that last liked to ask a lot of questions and then that got taken away from me like you, you don't get to ask questions. You well, don't. Thank get God you like to ask questions. <laughs> yeah, 
but I would have to feel in a safe environment in order to, in order to, and in school, I didn't feel safe in school either. Cause there was bullies. There was people that would laugh at you, call you stupid. I stopped asking questions. And so I was very easily, and I know it's not just me. That's why I'm going to share it because I know other people are going to go, Oh my God, me too. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to ask cause somebody's going to call me stupid or I'm trying to be the teacher's pet or, I mean, there was all the, it wasn't just one thing. It was several things that got me to shut down. And I want people to know that there's a reason why people shut down because of the people you're around, who your family members are. Especially if they're not supportive. Right, right. We did. We had families, but not supportive families in the way that we needed them. Right, right, right. (laughs) And they didn't have it either. And we're stopping that cycle. So that's why we do what we do. Yeah. Um, With the, with the ruling, uh, there's other things that are falling in line behind it that are being discussed as well. Like there's going to be a domino effect if we don't hold the line. Are you talking about the miscarriages and the lady that was in uh, arrested for that? Or are you talking about the 16 States that have, um, or are you talking about the States that have the tattletale? law or the, the the domino effect i'm talking about is the 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 right to contraception okay and the you know the wanting of to um is it unlegalized gay marriage and oh, laws that pertain to, to gay sex right so i'm saying that yeah. this is a big one because it leads to other things and because we understand that that's why we feel the way we feel that there's other people involved just because you're not gay and you feel safe and all of these things doesn't mean there's not other people. That's the part that I'm, I'm struggling with. It's, it's not just about you. We're talking about a nation of people, all kinds of people. Why aren't they all, why aren't we all equal? Why? Be, you know, girl, let me tell you something. <laughs> Pepper, let me say something and 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 it's everywhere it's at the dog park it's like at the dog park this morning it's not all the time but there's always somebody there that thinks their dog is the best and you know you know they're gonna hump each other all right that's what they do they're gonna mount each other you know when it's when it's aggressive and when it's not, my dog is like 14 years old. Okay. And if he's mounting your dog, it's out of geriatric hope that he will, (laughs) (laughs) he'll be able to enforce his manliness on your dog. Right. People are like that. They are so fucking weird. I'm, you know, sorry, dad, I'm putting a quarter every time I, he started to listen to our podcast now. So I'm like, yeah, my dad. I'm going to put a, a, a fucking quarter. There goes another quarter, dad, in the jar every time I cuss. That should appease him. I'm going to owe him a big check at the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? These people, they're so, they're out there and, and they're so self-absorbed and they're so busy in everybody else's business that is their life is controlling everyone else's business could you imagine being a snitch no 
I don't well, want to snitch on anybody. I don't want to know what you're doing. I, I, I and what's the, what's the golden rule? Treat people the way you want to be treated, with respect, with kindness, with compassion, with validity, with equality. Like, where did that go? Now is that is that chucked out the window? Nobody cares. Oh, well, opinions, <sighs> man, are like fucking assholes, and they They're, all stink. They do. <laughs> I try to keep mine to myself, except when it comes to this podcast, you know, it's like, if you haven't asked me how I feel about something, why would I, why would I share with you? They'll, they'll use it against you. Oh, well, I mean, we just had, it's been in the news everywhere of the 10 year old that was raped and didn't want to carry a child and now has to cross state lines and that's a whole thing and i'm and there's women out there that go hey that was the plan i don't i don't know what's the big deal like you know she, that's a bless, that's a bless, that's a blessing a te- I, I mean i could never take these people seriously like never like i'm just like you're you're done gone past uh sanity anything of reason like you're gone like and why would i have anybody like that in my life anyway no thank you the, t- the time for playing nice is now officially over oh, for me God. so what you know i was thinking about this in great length is how can we get our control back and one of the biggest things is advocate 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 and um vote be present you know even even if you don't like the president or the person that you are supposed to vote for it's it's like if they have like-minded goals do you agree with that uh, i i <sighs> How else? I, I'm more, I'm more of, of people sharing their stories because I think a lot of times people who are prisoners in their own minds and their emotions feel like prisoners. I know that that's how I felt. I felt alone in this world. And I know that I'm not, I know that now share your stories and let other people know that they're not alone. So sharing, like opening up with, with just people, uh, even we'll start, I, I tell people just start off with writing it down, get a journal and pour your heart and soul in it. I mean, cause I mean, not everybody's going to be comfortable sharing with strangers, somebody down the street, even their own families. They don't feel comfortable sharing their stories with their own families. Oh, I see that a lot, girl. It's got to go somewhere. It's got to go somewhere. And I know for me, it always came out in a very negative, destructive way. Because because I didn't, I I hadn't, I didn't have that support system or that trust. And now that I do, it's, it's, I'm very fortunate, but I tell people, put it on paper, put it on paper, pour, even if it's two sentences, Pour, pour it out put it somewhere constructive that's not going to hurt anyone or yourself so 
the rapey stories, the Ooh. Me Too stories, the, um, you know, even even if you're in a manipulative relationship with a man who wants to have sex and you thought it was about love and next thing, which is has been my whole life, basically, is is it's generally a relationship um, in my experience has been. It's been one where people expect you to live up to a certain normative. Do you understand like a woman's normative, like a, a, a narrative of a woman like, oh, she cleans, she cooks, she works hard. That's pretty much my own, own identity. <laughs> and, and, and I know I was taught that if a man wanted to have relations with you that you must be special and I feel like that was a, a um, like a gimmick that men would use grooming they call it okay okay and as a woman I feel like we were totally trying to sell ourselves of why we were worthy of marriage material versus because that's always the end goal did you have married. a good dowry? <laughs> right, right. We're, we're property. They don't call it that today, but I mean, and then you have children. That's that's your goal. You get married, you have children in, in that order. School, pff, you don't need to do that. Work, pff, you don't need to do that. And it's like, uh, the 80s, we're, start, we're really filling up with women having to work. You know what I mean? So that equality thing, I, I can see where it's led to today, but I just cannot understand not separating church from every, I mean, it's, it, it, to me, that's a choice. Like you can't make me, you could as a child, but now that I'm an adult, you can't make me believe anything. And I think some of these women just are still there and afraid to, to, to be their own person or to say anything because of the repercussions, kind of like being in school. Right. I don't want to ask questions because they're going to make fun of me. They're going to call me stupid. They're, you know, whatever. I think women are still stuck there. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. And that's a part of the gaslighting, right? So, and that's what I was talking about is the government gaslights us by saying that, Hey, you have no sexual freedoms. You have no sexual rights. Um, and saying to gay folks, Hey, you can't marry each other saying to transgender folks, Hey, you can't go in the ladies' bathroom, even though you're a lady, you're not supposed to. Let me tell you something. I have never been one of those people that believes the crap that other folks tell me. I've all, always asking yourself, here's another thing that's going to protect you. Ask yourself the questions. Mm -hmm. You know, we had a podcast on red flags. Okay. Red flags are just boundaries that have been crossed. And they're your boundaries. You choose what they are. You mm -hmm. can take them away if you want to. You can add to them. You can, you can add extra to, I mean, that's the whole part. I feel like we, that they want to take away from us is setting exactly. those boundaries. And now that we have them again, we understand why are we upset about this? Because it's, they're trying to take away the right of what every woman has. This is such a touchy subject. It really is. I would, st I would steer clear from this in my teenage 20s, 30s, 40s, 
And now that I'm in my fifties, I'm like, I get it. Well, and just think of all the young women that um, I I know I reach out to. I know you try to reach out to young women as well. But Mm -hmm. locally in my area here in Tampa, I really try to let young ladies know you don't have to lay down with every guy that thinks you're beautiful. You know, it's, it's seriously, if you made them wait for sex, you'll find out who they are really quick because some men just won't wait around. Well, and, and, and the ones that if you say no and they get upset, that is that there's no taking down that red flag. That one stays. Yeah. That's a huge, I, 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 I tell my son. I tell my son, my younger son, she's the boss when it comes to relations. And he's like, yep. And I'm like, you packing? Yep. I'm like, okay. I have, and I'm so happy I am able to have these kinds of conversations with my children. That if if we can't talk about this, how are you going to get good information? Right. And I'm, and I'm your mother. I want you to succeed. I want you to go forward. I want you to evolve. I want you to constantly be growing. And so when we talk about, sometimes I'm, sometimes I'm in awe. I'm like, did he just really tell me that? And I'm like, yeah, be glad your child could talk to you. Right. Um, And these are not easy subjects. And I'm not going to say all my children agree uh, with everything that, that I believe in. But it's nice to be able to have the conversation without it turning into this, you know, I hate you. You don't understand. It doesn't turn into that. Right. And what should we do when it gets like that? What do you do when you're having a conversation with somebody that you really care about and it's getting frustrating? What is the first thing you do? When, when I'm having a conversation, if I'm in crisis, Um, usually I'm not able to facilitate the conversation and emote with any emotional intelligence, but if I'm in a conversation and I'm with my partner and I can tell they just want to be heard, like I have to tell myself, they don't need your opinion. They don't need your answer. They just want to be heard. Mm -hmm. And that's a hard thing to do I I don't even blame my husband in that regard it's just we're taught to ignore each other's uh boundaries yes yeah we're for, taught for your own ignore good. that shit it's that for doesn't have good. anything to do with you and here you are teaching your son you're like hey dude you know, you want something from this person. So you need to be respectful of their boundaries and listen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and you keep honing in on that advice. You keep saying, okay, make good choices. And, <laughs> you know, reminding your son. I do. I do. I really, um, I used to, I used to get upset uh, when they were, when they were kids, the advice for mothers back in the day was uh, being friends with your child. And I was like, what? And I remember my mom was like, you're not, I'm not here to be your friend. And my mother was one of the sweetest people in the world. You could ask anybody, but she was like, friend. 
no, I'm your mother. I'm supposed to guide you and tell you how to do blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, that's right. And now I'm looking back going, hmm. Yeah. (sighs) There's a lot of expectations placed on mothers. And I have a feeling, you know, I mean, just being a nurse and working, I worked for Maxim Healthcare where we did pediatrics and it was children on trachs and vents and ventilators and pre-COVID, you know, this is when they were born with all kinds of birth defects and stuff like that. And these mothers have this high, high, high expectation of themselves. And they expect the same from the nurses that come into their home. And I remember being asked to do all kinds of bizarre shit. I'm like, look, I'm just the nurse. I'm not the housekeeper. I'm not, you know, I'm not the physical therapist. I'm not, I'm a nurse. Mm -hmm. And when you'd go into their home, they'd be so jacked up on caffeine and sugar and all kinds of stuff and barking orders at you. Mm. So my point is, it's just being a mother in general. Right. Where's the, where's the instruction manual that works for everybody? Exactly. There isn't one. <laughs> no, there's no right way. There's no wrong way. And yes, you're going to screw shit up. And and every kid is different. Yep. And we were, it was, it was taken, it was taken out of me and my brothers and sisters. It was anytime we tried to have self-expression, like, no, we're not having that. And so I guess that's why I try to have as much fun as possible now. But there's also this serious side. I, I'm still an adult. It, it, my playtime was taken from me, and now I create my own playtime. But right now, it, that boundary, again, we're going back to boundaries. Yeah. This is a boundary that's going to be crossed. Now, what is this number, what is this number one solution pro-life people come up with? Oh, geez. For, I want, for having a baby, you mean? For making people have babies. <laughs> oh, is it's because it's a life. It's a life. Right? And there's so many people that want baby. You know, they put all this stuff in front of it. But this is where my big mouth comes in. Um, so let me get your address. So this woman or this 13-year-old can get finances from you. And these are always the same people that are crying about gas prices and food, how expensive, all they cry about how expensive everything is, but yet are trying to force a a 14 year old to, who cannot get a job. (laughs) They're called forced birthers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's what they're calling them now is like people who are forcing childbirth on other people. Why aren't you adopting two or three kids? Oh, let me guess because they're expensive. You know, like all the, when you, when, if you're going to say something like that, then you've got to ask these people the questions. So are you going to finance this child? Are you going to be, what do they call that? Cause on TV, you'll see, um, you know, the, 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 the shelters that need money to right. help. Um, are you going to sponsor this? Hey, maybe we should start having them do that. You pro-lifers, you can sponsor a child right here in America. I wish that they felt that way well why wouldn't they it's a life 
I, I never, uh, I can't say never. I just haven't had that conversation with, with a pro-lifer. I, <laughs> I just don't want to have that conversation with a pro-lifer because the, the intensity of what, of their belief, it's like, they're so anchored into how they believe, believe about child bearing and child rearing and this, that, and the other. And, uh, on TikTok, somebody posted this girl. She worked in a, an abortion clinic, and she said that that Republican women would come in there, and they would treat everybody in the office with with disdain and just really shitty to them. And you know, I'm only here. You know, this was out of my control, right? But everybody else, they had, she had one patient that didn't want to sit in the waiting room with other patients because she believed she was better than them. They were pregnant because of their, their bullshit, their um, looseness. And she was pregnant because of, I don't know, I don't know what the excuse was, but the nurse has a pink piece of paper that she'd put on the chart. Like, so if the patient is an asshole, you know, they flag them because the boyfriend could have a gun or, you know, shit like that. Whoa. Death threats. She said that there were death threats all the time. Um, One doctor was even killed. Who does that? What's fucking wrong with you that you're going to kill a doctor? I, these things are hard to explain. I, I mean, my goodness. I, I I just see people as reasonable or unreasonable. I'm like, what am I dealing with right here? <laughs> but those people that I ask questions to, they never answer back. There's a reason for that. You know, and I'm I'm asking out of respect. Like, well, why don't you do this? And why don't you do that? And why don't you become a sponsor? And what's your address so that you can help feed these people? They never answer back. Because you're, I'm holding them accountable for what they believe. If that's your belief, then you would happily volunteer. Right. If you have any type of conviction, you follow through. That, that's just how I see it. Your word. You know, if you're going to come at me with that, then I'm going to ask the questions. And if you don't have an answer, you haven't thought through this. So I want to be, I want to, I want, I want them to, to, to have their dignity intact as I'm asking these questions, but these are real world questions for these people with these staunch beliefs from a thousand years. Like, (sighs) but if you're incapable of seeing who you are, right. And you get your validity from other people, Mm -hmm. like you get, you know you get the good vibes oh if somebody tells me I'm great I must be great instead of looking what looking at exactly what you do do for the rest of the world what is it you do do for the rest of the world Mm -hmm. I have people telling me I'm a piece of shit all the time right but I'm a nurse and I literally work 60 plus hours a week and I'm saving lives all the time. I'm hanging IVs. I'm when I'm not being a good person at work, I come home and I I'm trying to be a good person at home. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't 
make other people responsible for how I feel about myself. But these forced birthers do. Do you think they feel like saviors? But I'm saving. I I need that in order to be okay. I need to to feel like I'm saving someone. And, And really getting down to the, you know, was there anybody there to save you? You yeah, and I looking, saved ourselves individually. Right. We, we had to get to that point in order to evolve it, because nobody was coming. <laughs> the harsh realization, nobody's coming. Yeah. Right, Mel Robbins, nobody's coming. I just don't think these women um, understand that they need to be there for themselves first and then they can mm-hmm. contribute differently after that. But I understand that need of wanting to save. I do but you're talking about other people's lives, unless you're going to take full responsibility for them. Like I said, you can take care of this baby. I want, I want to adopt. Hey, if anybody knows anything, please let me know. Cause uh, I, I will totally take that on. That is something I'm, I'm 53 and um, you know, we've got room here at the end. There's plenty of animal loving and, you know, and then the podcast too, for sure. So I will totally, I would do that. That's something I would do, you know. I think you'd be very good at that. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I love the children's. Okay. We have uh, eight and then seven grandchildren. So. Oh my God. We're you full. love the children too. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Love we're, those we're babies. Super, we're a super blended family. And, um, to us, my partner and I made a pact when we got a home that our children and our grandchildren would always feel welcome, that they would always be filled with unconditional love and compassion. And we're here to listen all the things that we wanted. So, um, we get it now. We get it. Uh, it was just time. It was just time. And for some people, it's not their time. So we understand their personal choice. And it's all about choice. Don't you tell how do you not want choice? At the end of the day, right? It's like find make better choices, right? Sleep with better people, right? Use condoms. And survival mode. That's okay, since we're talking about people with belief systems, um, believing you don't have a choice. That's a belief system. When you're in survival mode, you don't feel or believe you have a choice. And then there's uh, what I call the free women. You know, they're like, you're not going to tell me what to do. I decide what I'm going to do because you're safe and you feel comfortable in your own skin. You're with people that are nurturing. It's a whole thing. We could go forever, girl. (laughs) I know. And I I know. And I, I just want to say one more thing about it. It's like, um, When you ask someone very young to take responsibility for their pregnancy, mind you, they're just a kid. Their, their whole reality is like gummy worms and shit. Mm -hmm. Think about it. They're still a kid. Yes. They're having grown up sex, but they haven't lived like we've lived. I still feel I had done. I, I identify as a 12 year old girl because look, I'm sitting here in my sweat Star Wars um, t-shirt and um, my house is literally decorated like it's 
it's like a romper room, you know? Hell yeah. It's so cute in here. It's lots of toys and it's, that's how I, I like to perceive things. Well, imagine you're a kid and, and this has been my experience when I was younger, little boys talked me out of my clothes. Little boys could spin a yarn. Hey, Mm -hmm. look, I just want to be close to you. I want to be next to you. I just want to touch you. Your skin is so velvety. You're so beautiful. Um, I want to spend the little kids are telling, you know, talking like this. I just want to spend the rest of my life with you. And they mean it in that moment. And then you get your pants off. And they've had sex with you. And then they don't mean it anymore. They're basically like, who are you? Who yeah. are you? Uh, you knew me yesterday. you know, Right. And then <sighs> I'm standing there because I didn't have a good sense of self. I'm like, but wait a minute. That's not what you said. Instead of, oh, wow, you showed me who you really are. Let me keep my pants on. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't have a good sense of who I was. So every time a little boy would say that to me, oh, I love you. Oh, I just want to be with you. You're so beautiful. You know, it took me a while to figure that it was just a con. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, we could see one coming a mile away now. (laughs) Oh, honey. No, keep your pee pee to yourself. Thank you, no. <laughs> Thank you, no. <laughs> right? No. Uh-uh. I don't even care how cute you are. You look like you are a twisted sister wait, waiting to happen. Uh, I sometimes look at it like, does it look like I have suckers stamped on? I mean, I'm like, because you know that they're checking you out. You know that they're formulating things in their head. And it's like, what is it about me that makes you think, A, I would want anything to do with you. B, that I have sucker stamped on my head. And three, that I haven't seen your kind before. I'm over 50. Come on. Girl. <laughs> my vagina has like a lock and a key on it now. And when somebody, if you want to access that shit, you are going to get a background check. You're definitely going to have to wait three months. So I can see who you are. There's going to have to be crisis so I can see how you react to my crisis. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, uh-uh. that that's where that's what I want to tell people is like value that part of your body now, because apparently it's that important that the government wants to get involved on your shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're just going to have to stay tuned and report on the newest, you know, we're all just, we're all just like, oh, and oh, girl, what this has been going around. You all will forget by November. Are you fucking kidding me? Do you think I will ever, ever forget the people who tried to do this? Who said that? It's going around TikTok right now. You all forget. You all will forget by November what just happened. And I'm like wow <laughs> oh no that we'll forget when the at the polls i'm like that's yeah you're ballsy. you're you're betting on that you're hoping for them like you do not know the breed of women that are out there right now you have no you, you are so far from reality when it comes to the women today 
That's no. the gaslighting heifer. He's telling you how you're look, and that works on some women. It does, but it don't work on this woman. We just have to know it's it, there's not going to be enough women to fall for that. I, I I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe for a minute the free women are going to forget about this or just be nonchalant about it. Uh, no, the right women won't forget. The wrong women will. The ones that are still like being puppeteered by, um, by a lot of men who are being gaslit and told to feel a certain way. So they will. And I remember those days I used Mm -hmm. to do it myself, but that shit isn't happening to me now. Right. Then and now we are not the same women. (laughs) (laughs) Hence why we do this podcast. Yes. They need to know that they can change if they want to, but they would have to admit to themselves something's wrong in the matrix. (laughs) Exactly. There's something wrong. (sighs) well i appreciate you i'm super grateful for this podcast and it's the intention of this podcast to be the friend parent to women that they didn't have when they were young so stay naked everybody stay naked right meow Hello, the NOMT podcast would love to hear your suggestions. So please write us at nomtpodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Instagram as nomtpdcast. So please add us there. Or you can reach Kitty Rebellion on TikTok as Kitty Rebellion. And I, Edith, am also on TikTok as Edith Ivy Rosenblatt. So please connect with us on one of those many platforms. And thank you from NOMT Podcast. Kitty Rebellion, how are you, darling? Hello. <laughs> I heard you were all fired up and pissed off and all kinds of shit. Let's light this bitch up. Okay. So the topic for today is Roe versus Wade being overturned. We're going to do a little deep dive on the interweb. And um, we're also going to give some of our perspective um on the topic because it uh it's so much more than what we're being told and right on top of fourth of july too i wanted to share that perspective with you we fourth of july is about the independence from the from the british you know Mm -hmm. and um we became what was it 1776 I I want to agree with you there yes yes so but my point with that is 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 we didn't want Great Britain to be telling us how to do things what to do and we wanted this free country this free thinking country uh to do and say 
what we please and and we have freedom of speech and whatnot but here we are in 2022 with Roe versus Wade being overturned and that's not to me that's that's not being independent that's fascism and that's heading in the same direct direction where church and state are unified they're one right we have to acknowledge that there's a a pattern happening and that would we would have to know our history we would have to do we would have to have critical thinking skills there's there's a lot involved in this and we definitely don't want to make it sound simple um, because it's not but there are facts and that's what we're bringing here today are facts uh, Independence Day, you know, coming up tomorrow. I don't know. I'm not feeling very independent. Um, I, I feel like we're, if we accept it, we're being told what we should do and what we we're being told how we should feel about certain things and how, how we're being told how we should, should feel about our bodies. And, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg said it better than anyone that without Roe v. Wade, poor women are going to be affected more than anyone. And, and they know that. That's, that's the part that, that just makes infuriates me is we understand what's happening. And what do they, when they say you pull the, the wool over somebody's eyes? Right. Is that a saying? And the facts are all there. It's getting people to understand them versus believing what they want to believe. That's a whole other thing. Oh yeah. Well, thanks to Wikipedia, I'm going to read the independence day uh, definition. So 4th of July uh, for the calendar date is Independence Day. It's a federal holiday in the United States commemorating the Declaration of Independence, which was ratified by the Second Continental Congress, July 4th, 1776. The founding father delegates of the Second Continental Congress declared that the 13 colonies were no longer subject and subordinate to the monarch of Britain, King George III, and were now united free and independent states. The Congress voted to approve independence by passing the Lee resolution on July 2nd and adopted the declaration of independence two two days later on July 4th. Independence day is commonly associated with fireworks, parades, barbecues, carnivals, fairs, picnics, concerts, baseball games, family reunions, political speeches and ceremonies and private events celebrating the history of the United States. Independence Day is the National Day of the United United States. So, how does that make you feel? I I'm going to be completely honest. I've always had a problem with Independence Day. Always since I was a kid, I've had a problem with Independence Day, and now mm-hmm. <laughs> I completely understand why. Like, well, you're awake now. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about this earlier. Um, you know, our our childhoods up till you know today, we have been able to have the time 
and progress and understand why and who we are. And there's things that we didn't like about ourselves and we decided to leave them behind. And when you do that, because those things are heavy, you are able to progress forward and evolve. So we know that feeling of being less. We understand that feeling of somebody not validating our emotions or who we are or that we're equals. We know what that feels like. And I felt that my entire life. So when Independence Day would come around, A, it's freaking hot. I hate being hot. <laughs> right. Yeah, all all those fireworks. 105 here in the shade. Loud. It's loud. I'm trying to sleep because I always had to work the damn next day. Like, <laughs> right. Tw- oh, manufacturing yeah. doesn't stop. It's 24-7. So every night before, it was just me going to work the next day like, damn it. I'm so tired. <laughs> right. But seriously, though, the independence, um, even though uh, being a woman, I feel as, as a strike against me, being Hispanic and in, in American Indian, a strike against me, uh, like all these things. So it was never any fun for me. It wasn't your holiday. It was not my holiday. You're, you're a woman. <laughs> you're Latina. You are part Indian. You've got all this shit that doesn't you don't match the criteria for independence day correct <laughs> correct and i just could never put my finger on it because my brain was filled and my emotions with things that didn't belong there so it's fighting through that belief system and understanding what was really happening to me and i'm like this mm-hmm. explains a whole lot so with roe versus wade um something's being taken away not okay right <laughs> Right. And what, and as, as a country we're we're being gaslit and and I'll tell you how, because when someone stands in front of you and says, you can't, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't, you will not. I don't know about you, honey, but I, I look them right in the face. You tell me I can't do something. I'm going to fucking do it anyway. Oh yeah. On my TikToks, I say all the time, we don't ask permission and we don't wait. No. No. And then with Roe versus Wade, the gaslighting is saying, okay, okay, ladies, we're going to take this privilege away from you. Let's see what else we can take away from you. We're going to take, like, this is a privilege, right? We get, we get uh, mansplained into having sexual intercourse with a man because they know, they know that we've got stardust in our hair and, princess complex and we just want to be loved and i've had it happen to me Mm -hmm. seriously i went to the park just recently and i told you this 28 hey you're hot i want to sleep with you i love older women all about him Mm. look i accept you whereas other people won't accept you i accept you so let's have sex let me you know, he, he, he told me he was a builder and I'm thinking, oh, great. This guy's a builder, you know, wonderful. Let me get your number. I've got some shit that needs repaired. Well, <laughs> next thing you know, I get a dick pic unsolicited. And it's like, look, I'm willing to sleep with you. Like they're doing you a favor. Yeah. How could you not want this? <laughs> I'm 20 something with a giant (laughs) raging 
Oh, and that's all it takes. That, that's all it was going to take for you to do that, right? It yeah, was to go drop okay. everything. <laughs> it must work for him. But I'm at uh, that point. We know better. We're at that point. Yeah. We know better. Like, mm, that's some small cheese you got going on there. No, no. And it doesn't even matter anymore. Small cheese, big cheese. It doesn't matter. It's, it's like, it's we're gaslighting. Over it. <laughs> it's like, well, think about it. If, if I was still living where I needed to trauma bond with somebody, he would be the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I get it. Me too. Because he's easy. I didn't have to do anything. There, there's no real qu- consequences for them. Let, let's, let's, let's talk about that part too. Um, because of course there's some men that want to weigh in on the Roe versus Wade. And it's like, there's, they're like, I don't know what you're crying about. You know, it's not every state and blah, blah, blah. And you're just looking at them like, it's so easy for you to say, because this affects you in absolutely no way. Even if you rape someone, there's really no consequence for you you still get access to your child and up to 10 of your um, family members can sue for that child. And I'm like, this is some of the most Isn't disgusting, disgusting shit I've ever heard of. And yeah. and then we, ha- I mean, it's bad enough. You have to fight men that um, talk like this, but the women that are on board with it, that think it's okay. The, the prehistoric, just i'm like this thinking is so archaic and we're still having to listen to it today like with all of modern technology it's 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 um amazing how um somebody can hijack another person's brain and fill it with whatever they want for their own selfish purposes yeah mind control is a real fucking thing and they get and, them when they're young. It's yeah. They're young. And what I don't like is if I tell somebody how I feel and then they tell me, no, you don't feel that way. Ooh. No, no, you know, you're being unreasonable. I get tell, told if I'm frustrated, I'm being unreasonable, you know, and this whole Roe versus Wade thing has me very, very frustrated. Mm-hmm. So what we can't do is you and I were not legal eagles, but we can refer everyone. If you have any question about the new Roe versus Wade, um, the, that the abolishment, if you have any questions about it, go to legal Eagle on YouTube. Oh, that's good information right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he explains it. And, he explains too, it's like they've got tattletale laws now where your neighbor can tattletale if you've had a miscarriage or, you know, and, and a lot of red states are on board with that. Imagine that. Uh, there's a bounty, right? Yep. There's how, do, a bounty. how do we get these people to rat on each other? Well, first of all, you, you couldn't be very... I don't want to use the word smart, educated, I guess. Um, I, I mean, all these people have a lot of the same common denominator and that's why they're so easily manipulated. I see it now. I see it now. And I talked about this earlier, how that the programming was not fully downloaded into my system. This right. is only one of the reasons why I was able to get out of it 
because I was not, it did not fully download because I was a kid that last liked to ask a lot of questions. And then that got taken away from me. Like you, you don't get to ask questions. You well, don't thank read. God you like to ask <laughs> questions. <laughs> but I would have to feel in a safe environment in order to, in order to, and in school, I didn't feel safe in school either. Cause there was bullies. There was people that would laugh at you, call you stupid. I stopped asking questions. And so I was very easily, and I know it's not just me. That's why I'm going to share it because I know other people are going to go, Oh my God, me too. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to ask cause somebody's going to call me stupid or I'm trying to be the teacher's pet or, I mean, there was all the, it wasn't just one thing. It was several things that got me to shut down. And I want people to know that there's a reason why people shut down because of the people you're around, who your family members are. Especially just, if they're not supportive. Right, right. We did, we had families, but not supportive families in the way that we needed them. Right, right, right. And they didn't have it either. And we're stopping that cycle. So that's why we do what we do. Yeah. Um, With the, with the ruling, uh, there's other things that are falling in line behind it that are being discussed as well. Like there's going to be a domino effect if we don't hold the line. Are you talking about the miscarriages and the lady that was in, uh, arrested for that? Or are you talking about the 16 states that have, um, are, are you talking about the states that have the tattletale law or? The, the, the domino effect I'm talking about is the, the, the right to contraception. Okay. And the, you know, the wanting of to, um, is it unlegalized gay marriage and oh, laws that pertain to, to gay that. sex? Right. So I'm saying that yeah. this is a big one because it leads to other things. And because we understand that, that's why we feel the way we feel. That there's other people involved just because you're not gay and you feel safe and all of these things doesn't mean there's not other people. That's the part that I'm, I'm struggling with. It's, it's not just about you. We're talking about a nation of people, all kinds of people. Why aren't they all, why aren't we all equal? Why? Be, you know, girl, let me tell you something. <laughs> Heifer, let me say something. And, and, and it's everywhere. It's at the dog park. It's like at the dog park this morning. It's not all the time, but there's always somebody there that thinks their dog is the best. And, you know, you know, they're going to hump each other. All right. That's what they do. They're going to mount each other. You know, when it's, when it's aggressive and when it's not, my dog is like 14 years old. Okay. And if he's mounting your dog, it's out of geriatric hope. (laughs) <laughs> that he will <laughs> he'll be able to enforce his manliness oh. on your dog, right? People are like that. They are so fucking weird. And you know, sorry dad, I'm putting a quarter. Every time I he started to listen to our podcast now. So I'm your dad? like, yeah, my dad. I'm gonna put a, a a fucking quarter. There goes another quarter, dad, in the jar every time I cuss. That should appease him. I'm going to owe him a big check at the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? These people, they're so, they're out there and, and they're so self-absorbed and they're so busy 
in everybody else's business. That is their life is controlling everyone else's business. Could you imagine being a snitch? No, I well, don't want to snitch on anybody. I don't want to know what you're doing. I, 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 and what's the, what's the golden rule? Treat people the way you want to be treated. With respect, with kindness, with compassion, with validity, with equality. Like, where did that go? Now, is that, is that chucked out the window? Nobody cares? Ugh. Well, opinions, man, are like fucking assholes. And they They're, all stink. They do. <laughs> I try to keep mine to myself, except when it comes to this podcast, you know? It's like, if you haven't asked me how I feel about something... Why would I, why would I share with you? They'll, they'll use it against you. Well, I mean, we just had, it's been in the news everywhere of the 10 year old that was raped and didn't want to carry a child and now has to cross state lines. And that's a whole thing. And I'm, and there's women out there that go, Hey, that was the plan. I don't. I don't know what's the big deal. Like you know, she, that's a bless. That's a bless. It. That's a blessing. A. T- I, I mean, I could never take these people seriously. Like never. Like I'm just like you're. You're done. Gone. Past. Uh, sanity. Anything of reason. Like you're gone. Like wh- and why would I have anybody like that in my life anyway? No, thank you. The t- the time for playing nice is now officially over. For me. So what, you know, I was thinking about this in great length is how can we get our control back? And one of the biggest things is advocate, 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 and um, vote, be present, you know, even, even if you don't like the president, or the person that you are supposed to vote for. It's it's like if they have like-minded goals. Do you agree with that? Uh, I I How else? I, I'm more, I'm more of, of people sharing their stories. Because I think a lot of times people who are prisoners in their own minds and their emotions feel like prisoners. I know that that's how I felt. I felt alone in this world. And I know that I'm not, I know that now share your stories and let other people know that they're not alone. So sharing, like opening up with, with just people. Uh, Even we'll start, I, I tell people just start off with writing it down, get a journal and pour your heart and soul in, I mean, because I mean, not everybody's going to be comfortable sharing with strangers, somebody down the street, even their own families. They don't feel comfortable sharing their stories with their own families. Oh, it's I see got, that a lot. Girl. It's got to go it somewhere. Lot. It's got to go somewhere. And I know for me, it always came out in a very negative, destructive way. Because, because I didn't, I, I hadn't, I didn't have that support system or that trust. And now that I do, it, it's, it's, I'm very fortunate, but I tell people, put it on paper, 
put it on paper, pour, even if it's two sentences, pour, pour it out, put it somewhere constructive. That's not going to hurt anyone or yourself. So the rapey stories, the me too stories, the, um, you know, even, even if you're in a manipulative relationship with a man who wants to have sex and you thought it was about love and, next thing which is has been my whole life basically is is it's generally a relationship um in my experience has been it's been one where people expect you to live up to a certain normative Do you understand like a woman's normative, like a a, a narrative of a woman like, oh, she cleans, she cooks, she works hard. That's pretty much my own own identity. And, and, And I know I was taught that if a man wanted to have relations with you, that you must be special. And I feel like that was a, a, um, like a gimmick that men would use. Grooming, they call it. Okay. Okay. And as a woman, I feel like we were totally trying to sell ourselves of why we were worthy of marriage material versus because that's always the end goal. Did you have a good dowry? (laughs) Right. Right. We're, we're property. They don't call it that today, but I mean, and then you have children. That's, that's your goal. You get married, you have children in, in that order school. You don't need to do that work. You don't need to do that. And it's like, uh, the eighties were start, we're really filling up with women having to work. You know what I mean? So that equality thing, I, I can see where it's led to today, but I just cannot understand not separating church from every, I mean, it's, it, to me, that's a choice. Like you can't make me. You could as a child, but now that I'm an adult, you can't make me believe anything. And I think some of these women just are still there and afraid to, to, to be their own person or to say anything because of the repercussions, kind of like being in school, right? I don't want to ask questions because they're going to make fun of me. They're going to call me stupid or, you know, whatever. I think women are still stuck there. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, and that's a part of the gaslighting, right? So, and that's what I was talking about is the government gaslights us by saying that, hey, you have no sexual freedoms, you have no sexual rights, um, and saying to gay folks, hey, you can't marry each other, saying to transgender folks, hey, you can't go in the ladies' bathroom, even though you're a lady, you're not supposed to. Let me tell you something. I have never been one of those people that believes the crap that other folks tell me I've all always asking yourself here's another thing that's going to protect you ask yourself the questions mm-hmm. you know we had a podcast on red flags okay red flags are just boundaries that have been crossed and they're your boundaries you choose what they are you uh-huh. can take them away if you want to you can add to them you can you can add extra to i mean that's the whole part i feel like we that they want to take away from us is setting exactly. those boundaries and now that we have them again we understand why are we upset about this because it's they're trying to take away 
the right of what every woman has. This is such a touchy subject. It really is. I would, I would steer clear from this in my teenage 20s, 30s, 40s. And now that I'm in my 50s, I'm like, I get it. Well, and just think of all the young women that um, I, I know I reach out to. I know you re- try to reach out to young women as well. But mm-hmm. locally in my area here in Tampa, I really try to let young ladies know you don't have to lay down with every guy that thinks you're beautiful. You know, it's, it's seriously, if you made them wait for sex, you'll find out who they are really quick because some men just won't wait around. Well, and, and, and the ones that if you say no and they get upset, that is that there's no taking down that red flag. That one stays. Yeah, that's a huge I, 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 I tell my son. I tell my son, my younger son, she's the boss when it comes to relations. And he's like, yep. And I'm like, you're packing? Yep. I'm like, okay. I have, and I'm so happy I am able to have these kinds of conversations with my children. That if if we can't talk about this, how are you going to get good information? Right. And I'm, and I'm your mother. I want you to succeed. I want you to go forward. I want you to evolve. I want you to constantly be growing. And so when we talk about, sometimes I'm, sometimes I'm in awe. I'm like, did he just really tell me that? And I'm like, yeah, be glad your child could talk to you. Right. Um, And these are not easy subjects. And I'm not going to say all my children agree uh, with everything that, that I believe in. But it's nice to be able to have the conversation without it turning into this, you know, I hate you. You don't understand. It doesn't right. turn into that. Right. And well, what should we do when it gets like that? What do you do when you're having a conversation with somebody that you really care about and it's getting frustrating? What is the first thing you do? When when I'm having a conversation, if I'm in crisis um, usually I'm not able to facilitate the conversation and emote with any emotional intelligence, but if I'm in a conversation and I'm with my partner and I can tell they just want to be heard. Like I have to tell myself, they don't need your opinion. They don't need your answer. They just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard thing to do I I don't even blame my husband in that regard it's just we're taught to ignore each other's uh boundaries yes yeah we're for, taught for your own ignore good. that shit it's that for doesn't have good. anything to do with you and here you are teaching your son you're like hey dude you know, you want something from this person. So you need to be respectful of their boundaries and listen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and you keep honing in on that advice. You keep saying, okay, make good choices. And, <laughs> you know, reminding your son. I do. I do. I really, um, I used to, I used to get upset uh, when they were, when they were kids, the advice for mothers back in the day was uh, being friends with your child 
And I was like, what? And I remember my mom was like, you're not, I'm not here to be your friend. And my mother was one of the sweetest people in the world. You could ask anybody, but she was like, friend, no, I'm your mother. I'm supposed to guide you and tell you how to do blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, that's right. And now I'm looking back going, hmm. Yeah. (sighs) There's a lot of expectations placed on mothers. And I have a feeling, you know, I mean, just being a nurse and working, I worked for Maxim Healthcare where we did pediatrics and it was children on trachs and vents and ventilators and pre-COVID, you know, this is when they were born with all kinds of birth defects and stuff like that. And these mothers have this high, high, high expectation of themselves and they expect the same from the nurses that come into their home. And I remember being asked to do all kinds of bizarre shit. I'm like, look, I'm just the nurse. I'm not the housekeeper. I'm not, you know, I'm not the physical therapist. I'm not, I'm a nurse. Mm -hmm. And when you'd go into their home, they'd be so jacked up on caffeine and sugar and all kinds of stuff and barking orders at you. Mm. So my point is, it's just being a mother in general. Right. Where's the, where's the instruction manual that works for everybody? Exactly. There isn't one. <laughs> no, there's no right way. There's no wrong way. And yes, you're going to screw shit up. And and every kid is different. Yep. And we were, it was, it was taken, it was taken out of me and my brothers and sisters. It was anytime we tried to have self-expression, like, no, we're not having that. And so I guess that's why I try to have as much fun as possible now. But there's also this serious side. I'm still an adult. My playtime was taken from me and now I create my own playtime. But right now, that boundary, again, we're going back to boundaries. Yeah. This is a boundary that's going to be crossed. Now, what is this number number one solution pro-life people come up with? Oh, geez. For, I want, for having a baby, you mean? For making people have babies. <laughs> oh, is it's because it's a life. It's a life. Right? And there's so many people that want babies. You know, they put all this stuff in front of it. But this is where my big mouth comes in. Um, so let me get your address. So this woman or this 13-year-old can get finances from you. And these are always the same people that are crying about gas prices and food, how expensive, all they cry about how expensive everything is, but yet are trying to force a 14 year old to who cannot get a job. <laughs> they're called forced birthers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's and what I'm they're like, calling them now is wh- like people who are forcing childbirth on other people. Why aren't you adopting two or three kids? Oh, let me guess because they're expensive. You know, like all the, when you, when, if you're going to say something like that, then you've got to ask these people the questions. So are you going to finance this child? Are you going to be, what do they call that? Cause on TV, you'll see, um, you know, the, 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 the shelters that need money to right. help. Um, are you going to sponsor this? Hey, maybe we should start having them do that. You pro-lifers, you can sponsor a child right here in America. I wish that they felt that way well why wouldn't they it's a life 
I, I never, uh, I can't say never. I just haven't had that conversation with, with a pro-lifer. I, <laughs> I just don't want to have that conversation with a pro-lifer because the, the intensity of what, of their belief, it's like, they're so anchored into how they believe, believe about child bearing and child rearing and this, that, and the other. And, uh, on TikTok, somebody posted this girl. She worked in a, an abortion clinic, and she said that that Republican women would come in there, and they would treat everybody in the office with with disdain and just really shitty to them. And you know, I'm only here. You know, this was out of my control, right? But everybody else, they had, she had one patient that didn't want to sit in the waiting room with other patients because she believed she was better than them. They were pregnant because of their, their bullshit, their um, looseness. And she was pregnant because of, I don't know, I don't know what the excuse was, but the nurse has a pink piece of paper that she'd put on the chart. Like, so if the patient is an asshole, you know, they flag them because the boyfriend could have a gun or, you know, shit like that. Whoa. Death threats. She said that there were death threats all the time. Um, One doctor was even killed. Who does that? What's fucking wrong with you that you're going to kill a doctor? I, these things are hard to explain. I, I mean, my goodness. I, I I just see people as reasonable or unreasonable. I'm like, what am I dealing with right here? <laughs> but those people that I ask questions to, they never answer back. There's a reason for that. You know, I, and I'm I'm asking out of respect. Like, well, why don't you do this? And why don't you do that? And why don't you become a sponsor? And what's your address so that you can help feed these people? They never answer back. Because you're, I'm holding them accountable for what they believe. If that's your belief, then you would happily volunteer. Right. If you have any type of conviction, you follow through. That, that's just how I see it. Your word. You know, if you're going to come at me with that, then I'm going to ask the questions. And if you don't have an answer, you haven't thought through this. So I want to be, I want to, I want, I want them to, to, to have their dignity intact as I'm asking these questions, but these are real world questions for these people with these staunch beliefs from a thousand years. Like, (sighs) but if you're incapable of seeing who you are, right. And you get your validity from other people, Mm -hmm. like you get, Uh, you know you get the good vibes oh if somebody tells me I'm great I must be great instead of looking what looking at exactly what you do do for the rest of the world what is it you do do for the rest of the world Mm -hmm. I have people telling me I'm a piece of shit all the time right but I'm a nurse and I literally work 60 plus hours a week and I'm saving lives all the time. I'm hanging IVs. I'm when I'm not being a good person at work, I come home and I I'm trying to be a good person at home. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't 
make other people responsible for how I feel about myself. But these I, forced birthers do. Do you think they feel like saviors? But I'm saving. Yes. I, I need that in order to be okay. I need to to feel like I'm saving someone. And and really getting down to the, you know, was there anybody there to save you? You yeah, and I saved can... ourselves individually. Right. We had to get to that point in order to evolve because nobody was coming. <laughs> the harsh realization, nobody's coming. Yeah. Right. Mel Robbins, nobody's coming. I just don't think these women um, understand that they need to be there for themselves first. And then they can contribute mm-hmm. differently after that. But I understand that need of wanting to save. I do. But you're talking about other people's lives, unless you're going to take full responsibility for them. Like I said, you can take care of this baby. I want, I want to adopt. Hey, if anybody knows anything, please let me know. Cause uh, I, I will totally take that on. That is something I'm, I'm 53 and um, you know, we've got room here at the end. There's plenty of animal loving and, you know, and then the podcast too, for sure. So I will totally, I would do that. That's something I would do, you know. I think you'd be very good at that. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I love the children's. Okay. We have uh, eight and then seven grandchildren. So. Oh my God. We're you full. love the children too. <laughs> a lot. <sighs> love we're, those we're babies. Super, we're a super blended family. And, um, to us, my partner and I made a pact when we got a home that our children and our grandchildren would always feel welcome, that they would always be filled with unconditional love and compassion. And we're here to listen all the things that we wanted. So, um, we get it now. We get it. Uh, it was just time. It was just time. And for some people, it's not their time. So we understand their personal choice. And it's all about choice. Don't you tell how do you not want choice? At the end of the day, right? It's like find make better choices, right? Sleep with better people, right? Use and, condoms. And survival mode. That's okay, since we're talking about people with belief systems, um, believing you don't have a choice. That's a belief right. system. When you're in survival mode, you don't feel or believe you have a choice. And then there's uh, what I call the free women. You know, they're like, you're not going to tell me what to do. I decide what I'm going to do because you're safe and you feel comfortable in your own skin. You're with people that are nurturing. It's a whole thing. We could go forever, girl. <laughs> I know. And I, I know. And I, I just want to say one more thing about it. It's like... um. When you ask someone very young to take responsibility for their pregnancy, mind you, they're just a kid. Their, their whole reality is like gummy worms and shit. Mm-hmm. Think about it. They're still a kid. Yes, they're having grown up sex, but they haven't lived like we've lived. I still feel I had done. I, I identify as a 12 year old girl because look, I'm sitting here in my sweat Star Wars um, t-shirt and um, my house is literally decorated like it's 
it's like a romper room, you know? Hell yeah. It's so cute in here. It's lots of toys and it's, that's how I, I like to perceive things. Well, imagine you're a kid and, and this has been my experience when I was younger, little boys talked me out of my clothes. Little boys could spin a yarn. Hey, Mm -hmm. look, I just want to be close to you. I want to be next to you. I just want to touch you. Your skin is so velvety. You're so beautiful. Um, I want to spend the little kids are telling, you know, talking like this. I just want to spend the rest of my life with you. And they mean it in that moment. And then you get your pants off. And they've had sex with you. And then they don't mean it anymore. They're basically like, who are you? Who yeah. are you? Uh, you knew me yesterday. you know, Right. And then <sighs> I'm standing there because I didn't have a good sense of self. I'm like, but wait a minute. That's not what you said. Instead of, oh, wow, you showed me who you really are. Let me keep my pants on. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't have a good sense of who I was. So every time a little boy would say that to me, oh, I love you. Oh, I just want to be with you. You're so beautiful. You know, it took me a while to figure that it was just a con. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, we could see one coming a mile away now. (laughs) Oh, honey. No, keep your pee pee to yourself. Thank you, no. <laughs> Thank you, no. <laughs> right? No. Uh-uh. I don't even care how cute you are. You look like you are a twisted sister wait, waiting to happen. Uh, I sometimes look a bit like, does it look like I have suckers stamped on? I mean, I'm like, because you know that they're checking you out. You know that they're formulating things in their head. And it's like, what is it about me that makes you think, A, I would want anything to do with you. B, that I have suckers stamped on my head. And three, that I haven't seen your kind before. I'm over 50. Come on. Girl. <laughs> my vagina has like a lock and a key on it now. And when somebody, if you want to access that shit, you are going to get a background check. You're definitely going to have to wait three months. So I can see who you are. There's going to have to be crisis so I can see how you react to my crisis. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, uh-uh. it, that that's where that's what I want to tell people is like value that part of your body now, because apparently it's that important that the government wants to get involved on your shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're just going to have to stay tuned and report on the newest, you know, we're all just, we're all just like, oh, and oh, girl, what this has been going around. You all will forget by November. Are you fucking kidding me? Do you think I will ever, ever forget the people who tried to do this? Who said that? It's going around TikTok right now. You all forget. You all will forget by November what just happened. And I'm like wow <laughs> oh no that we'll some... forget when the at the polls i'm like That's yeah you're ballsy. you're you're betting on that you're hoping for them like you do not know the breed of women that are out there right now you have no you, you are so far from reality when it comes to the women today 
That's no. the gaslighting heifer. He's telling you how you're look, and that works on some women. It does, but it don't work on this woman. We just have to know it's it, there's not going to be enough women to fall for that. Mm. I, I, I I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe for a minute the free women are going to forget about this or just be nonchalant about it. Uh, uh, no. The right women won't forget. The wrong women will. The ones that are still like being puppeteered by, um, by a lot of men who are being gaslit and told to feel a certain way. So they will. Yeah. And I remember those days I used mm-hmm. to do it myself, but that yep. shit isn't happening to me now. Right. Then and now we are not the same women. <laughs> we no. Hence why we do this podcast. Because yes. They need to know that they can change if they want to, but they would have to admit to themselves something's wrong in the matrix. <laughs> exactly. There's something wrong. <sighs> Well, I appreciate you. I'm super grateful for this podcast. And it's the intention of this podcast to be the friend parent to women that they didn't have when they were young. So stay naked, everybody. Stay naked right meow.